no point in that credit. Uh, the guard was behind you. Right. Dead silent. So the point is that when you're ready.
Merry Christmas. All right. uh, so far, we have lit the prophet candle, the Bethlehem candle, the shepherd's candle, and the angel candle. In the center of them all is the Christ candle, the true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. The prophet candle, the Bethlehem candle, the shepherd's candle, the angel candle, and the Christ candle. Well, good evening, and welcome to our Christmas Eve candlelight service. We are so glad that you are here to worship with us and to celebrate the hope that was born, given to us on that first Christmas. Please stand as we sing together.
Please be seated. And Lord, we sing glory to God in the highest, Lord. We praise you for all that you've done. We praise you for this opportunity that we have tonight to take time out of our week, to take time out of our year and remember the meaning of Christmas. It's about hope that was born the night that you were born into the world. Lord, we pray that you would be magnified this morning, that we would look to you this morning as we celebrate Christmas, as we celebrate the true meaning of Christmas this evening. We pray that you would be praised. We pray that our, our lives would be changed, Lord, that it wouldn't just leave us as another thing to do in our week, another thing to do in the Christmas season, but it would be something unique tonight. It would be something different for each one of us tonight. It would be a time that we get to meet with you and look to you. Lord, I pray that you would be lifted up this morning. We pray all these things in your name. Amen.
I'll be reading from the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with the child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Please stand once again as we sing a beautiful carol.
Please be seated. I'll be reading from Luke 2, 1 to 7. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Cornelius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. You may rule 
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Please stand once again as we worship the one who will reign forevermore. Stone. 
Please be seated. I'll be reading from Matthew, verses 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judah, Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out, found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream, not to go back to Herod. They returned to their country by another route. Much too young Unprepared For what's to come A baby changes everything Not a ring On her hand Plans 
everything A baby changes everything The man she loves She's never touched How will she Keep his trust A baby changes everything
Oh, sorry. I was just gonna I was just gonna read the news real quick. How many how many people under the age of twenty know what this is? Out of curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> this is a newspaper, and for almost four hundred years, this was how news was communicated. This is how you received your news. You know, we have a newspaper that dates all the way back to 1621. And we know that they were doing newspapers before that. That's just the earliest copy that we have today. But before newspapers, people would have to, if you wanted the news, you'd have to go into the town square and listen to the town crier or uh, one, of the pu- one of the public speakers who would be announcing the news. And that was really the only way of finding out the news. But then the newspaper came along and it really helped things out. You could actually read every morning or once a week. You could read the news for yourself. But you know, we don't really use newspapers too much anymore. Some people still do. But in the 1920s, the radio came along and the entire news cycle changed to being put on the radio. And then later on, it got put on TV. And then later on, it got put on the internet. And now we get news right to our phone. And we have more news than we even know what to do with. But you know, what we're going to talk about tonight is a method of communicating news that goes before any of that. One of the best ways to, trans- to give news. And that is through angels declaring the news. I want to talk just for a few minutes about Luke chapter 2. And to kind of set the stage for us, we have shepherds who are out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. It was probably just a normal night for them. You know, they're looking up at the stars. They're trying to decide who's going to go to sleep first. They're probably all hoping that it's them who gets to go to sleep first because they're all quite tired. They're counting their sheep. They're taking account of all the sheep that they have. And then everything changes. It says in Luke chapter 2, verse 9, it says, And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. Immediately, their entire night changed. Because this huge light came out, and this angel appears to them, and they're filled with fear. And then the angel says, Don't be afraid, I have news for you. This is what it says, Luke 2 Verses 10 through 12, it says, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And that's the news. That's, that's how the shepherds received their news that night is by an angel appearing to them. There's a couple things we want to see about this news. The very first thing that we see is that it's good news. The angel says, don't be afraid. I, I bring you good news. You know, in today's world, the world is full of bad news. We hear a lot of robberies and wars and violence and scandals, and there's a lot of bad news that's out there. And in fact, there was a, a study done by an a, a organization called Nature Human Behavior, And they found that uh, news that has negative headlines gets clicked on more often than news that has positive headlines. So that only encourages us to further have bad news. Because the news people know that, hey, if we want to get clicks, if we want to get people to click on our website, we need negative news. And the world is full of negative news. 
But, you know, there's been some bright spots along the way. Back in 2020, in the middle of COVID, there was uh, someone named John uh, Krasinski who decided he was going to fight against some of the negative news that was out there, and he put on this show, and the show was called Some Good News. And the entire show was a YouTube show, and the entire point of it was to put out good news for a change. He said there's too much negative news out there. We need some good news. And, you know, I think that this world really needs some good news. And that's what the angels have here. They say, we bring you good news. He says it's going to be good news that results in great joy. He says, we bring you good, no- good news that will be of great joy to all people. So what makes this news good? What makes this news causing great joy? And the answer is, it's the news about God sending his only son to the earth, a baby who's going to come and says he's going to be our savior. You see, this news is about a rescue mission. I don't know if you've ever read anything in the news about some rescue story, about firefighters saving someone or police officers saving someone or uh, someone in the military, this huge rescue mission, and those are exciting news articles. Well, this is a rescue mission too. It's a rescue mission to save each and every single one of us. That's what makes it good news, a great joy. It says that this news is for all people. This isn't specific to any one person. The fact that it's said to shepherds in the field doesn't make a difference because it's not just for them. It's for everybody. It's for all people in all times and all locations. And it's news that is for you and I 2,000 years later and 5,000 miles away. It's news for us. It's news that's supposed to cause us great joy because it impacts each one of us. So the first thing is that it's good news, but then it's also current news. She says, or the angel says, uh, for unto you is born this day. Have you ever received news that you received the news way too late? Maybe you found out that somebody got married or you found out somebody had a kid and you find out like days, weeks, or even months later and you're like, well, I completely missed that. You know, I think that happens a lot to me around this time of year when I'm doing some online shopping and I'm, you know, doing some Christmas shopping online and I find something and I buy it and what do I find three days later? Some advertisement saying that same thing is being sold somewhere else for like half the price. And I'm like, that would have been great news to know a couple days ago when I was going to buy it. You know, we don't want to get news too late. And this is not late news. This is as current as it could be. It says, unto you is born today in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. You see, this news isn't just about anybody. It's not just about any baby. It's about a Savior who is Christ the Lord. It's about a rescue mission for each one of us. And it's not a rescue mission from some enemy force. It's a rescue mission from our own sin. You see, the Bible says that we are sinners and that that sin separates us from God. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 begins with, uh, For the wages of sin is death. We are each bound by our sin. But because of God's great love for us, he sent Jesus into the world. He sent a Savior to be born into the world to rescue us from that sin. 
John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave us, his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, Jesus would be born a baby. He'd grow into a man. He'd live a perfect life. And then he'd go and he'd die a painful death on a cross. And when he does that, he pays the penalty for our sin. He rescues us from our sin. And then three days later, Jesus rises again. He conquers sin and death once and for all. He saves the day. That is some of the best news that we could ever have. In fact, we call that the gospel message. And the word gospel literally means good news. The good news that these angels are bringing. That God sent his son to save each one of us. And the shepherds, the shepherds were, again, the inside scoop. They were, you know, the first people to find out this news. The stop the presses, we have the inside scoop on the news. They were the first ones to hear about it. You know, of all the people that could have heard about it, the shepherds seemed like an odd choice. You know, the angels could have appeared to the news people. He could, they could have appeared to the religious people. They could have appeared to the wealthy people. They could have appeared to the political leaders. But instead, they appear to the blue-collar, the hard-working, the shepherds out in the field, the ones who didn't have a lot of influence. But you know, this news mattered to them. And this news matters to us. The fact that it was told to just an everyday person means that it applies to an everyday person like you and me. It's news that matters to us. It's news that impacts us. And it's also news that needs a response. You see, when the angels give this news to the shepherds, they expect the shepherds to do something. They say, and this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. The angels are expecting the shepherds to do something. The angels say, go find the baby. Do something about it. A lot of times when we read the newspaper today or you read some news article online, we read the news and we say, huh, that's interesting. And then we move on with our life. And it has absolutely no impact on our life. There's so many different news articles that I could use as an example of that. But one of the ones that's been in the news a lot in the past month or so is the fact that pop icon Taylor Swift has been dating the tight end of the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey. And it's been this big news scandal that everyone's been talking about. But you know, at the end of the day, that has absolutely no impact on my life. My life doesn't change one way or another if they're dating or not. And that, that's how most news is, right? We read the news, we're like, huh, that's interesting, but then it doesn't impact us at all. But this news is different. The angels say, you can't just say, hmm, that's interesting, and move on with your life. You need to do something about it. You need to go find this baby. And that's what the shepherds do. It says the shepherds leave what they're doing. They leave the sheep in the field. They go find the baby. They go find baby Jesus. And they worship him. And they return praising God and telling everyone around them about what they saw. They start spreading the news so that everyone else can know about it. So the question that we have to ask tonight is what do we do with this news? See, the Bible says that we are all sinners. Romans 6.23, I said it earlier, it says the wages of sin is death, but the verse goes on. It says the gift of God is eternal life. We are given a gift. At Christmas time, we love to give gifts. And there's a gift given to us. Ephesians 2, 8 says the same thing. For by grace you have been saved 
through faith and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. We have this gift given to us, and the gift is salvation. The gift is forgiveness of our sins. It's something that Jesus paid for in his rescue mission when he came to this earth and he died on the cross. And he rose again three days later. It says that if you believe in him, if we believe in Jesus Christ, then our sin is taken away. And we can have a relationship with God again. You see, it's a gift that God gives us not anything that we do. It's not anything that we earn. It's not something that if you do enough good things, you can get it. No, it's a gift given to us. But you know, you have to take the gift. You have to accept it. You have to believe in Jesus Christ and what he's done. A gift is no good if it just sits under the tree and never gets opened. You need to take it. You need to do something. And what we are called to do is believe. Believe in Jesus Christ. So I don't know where you are tonight, but here's the news for you. God sent his son into the world to save you, to rescue you from your sins. But you know, you got to do something. You got to turn to him. You got to say, Lord, I'm a sinner and I need help. I need someone to save me from my sins. Now, maybe you're here tonight and you say, well, that's all well and good, but I've done that before. What do I do now? What do I do with this news now? I've already believed in it. And the answer is, what did the shepherds do? They went and they told people. They returned praising the Lord and they spread the news. You know, have you ever had a really good piece of news? You know, something really, really good, and you just had to share it. You just couldn't hold it in. Maybe even somebody told you, hey, don't go tell anyone about this. But you're like, I can't do that. I've got to tell somebody about this news. We have the greatest news of all. We have good news that brings great joy. We cannot keep that silent. This holiday season, this Christmas season, is a great opportunity. Let's go spread the news. Let's tell the world. Let's tell our family. Let's tell our friends the good news of what Christmas is really all about. That God sent his son into the world to be born of a baby. So that he could grow into a man and die for our sins. So that's the news. The question is, what are we going to do with it this holiday season? Maybe you're here today and you say, I need to believe that news. I want to accept that news, but I don't know how to do it. I'm going to ask everyone to bow their heads, close their eyes. and If you're here tonight and you say, I've heard the news and I, I believe the news and I want to do something about it. How can I have forgiveness of my sins? I encourage you to pray to God. You can pray something like this. These words don't save you. They're not some magic words. What matters is what you believe in your heart. But you can pray something along these lines. You can pray, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I've done bad things. I'm not a perfect person. Lord, you gave me the good news that you sent your son to die on the cross for my sins. To rise again three days later. And Lord, I believe in that. I believe in you. I pray that you would come take away my sin. Forgive my sin through the blood of Jesus Christ. I turn my sins over to you now. 
In your name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer tonight, I would love to talk to you after because this is the news that matters. This is the news that makes a difference. And Lord, we pray for those of us who have heard this news before, who maybe this isn't new news to us, but Lord, it's still incredibly important news. I pray that we would spread this news this Christmas. I pray that we wouldn't just keep it to ourselves, that it wouldn't just be something that we get stuck with, but it would be something that we want to spread. We want to tell our family, our friends, those around us about this news. Lord, this is the good news that brings great joy to all people. I pray that we would spread it this holiday season. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. God loves us so much. He gave us the greatest gift ever on that holy night. Please stand as we sing together.
please be seated. Dakota, where are you? Dakota, can you come here, please? <laughs> we got to have Dakota. Now, Griffin's in the nursery, so I'm not going to call him out. Plus, I don't think we can handle him right now. <laughs> well, as Pastor Jay was just saying, how the great gift that God has given us through Jesus Christ. Well, the angels proclaimed the message that night. But the Lord has given us, Pastor Jay, his wife Dana, Poda, and her son Griffith, to proclaim his word here at our church. We want to pray. Tonight I get to thank them through you for all your gifts that you have given for them tonight. And uh, so we want to present this on behalf of Quinton Baptist Church. Thank you very much. And Merry Christmas. So be sure to meet them afterwards. I uh, did just want to say thank you. Uh, thank you for all the support uh, for me and for my family. Uh, this has been... Uh, quite a year for our church, and there's church has gone through a lot of changes this past year. Uh, but one thing that hasn't changed is the support that I feel from each and every single one of you. Uh, I want to thank all the leaders of the churches of the church, the deacons and the trustees, um, just their constant support of me, and then uh, just for each and every single one of you, all the comments, all the cards, all the encouragement that I've received along the way has really made a difference to me. It really has, and I want to thank uh, all of you for that. Let's go to prayer at this point in time. Lord, we want to take a moment now and we want to pray for this news. Lord, we want to pray that it would go out into the world, that people would hear about it. Lord, I pray that this good news would spread here within our community. Lord, as we reach out to our community, as we do different things like the Love Thy Neighbor ministry that we're starting, as we're just trying to encourage those around us, Lord, we pray that your good news would go out into our community, that it would change lives, that people would put their faith in you, people would trust in you and believe in you for the very first time. Lord, we pray uh, not just for our community, but for the whole state of New Jersey. Lord, I pray that uh, you would give our leadership wisdom and direction to know uh, what direction to take our state. Lord, I pray that those in leadership would look to you just for the decisions that they make. And Lord, I pray for not just New Jersey, but for America. Lord, I pray that your word would go forth, that the good news would go out throughout America, that your church would stand up strong in America and boldly proclaim your news, boldly proclaim to those, those around us. Lord, we pray again for our leadership. We pray for our president. We pray for those in Washington who are making the decisions. Lord, we know that they need you. If our country's going to have any future, it's got to start with you. And Lord, I pray that they would look to you, that they would turn to you, that they would receive the good news. And then, Lord, we pray that the good news would not just go out into our country, but to other countries, that it would go out into the entire world as missionaries carry the news out. As we, in today's world, have so much more access to all of those around us through internet and through travel, we have such the opportunity for the church to declare your news to the world. And Lord, I pray that that's what we would do. 
Lord, I pray that this holiday season, that this Christmas season, that it wouldn't just be another day that people let pass by, but it would be a day that your good news, that you came to save the world, that that would be boldly declared. And I pray that people would turn to you. Lord, I pray that lives would be changed in our world, in America, and here in our very community, here in Salem County. I pray that lives would be changed for you. We pray all these things in your name. Amen.
At this time, we'd like to ask you to stand very carefully as we close our service with the most beautiful Christmas carol, Silent Night. You know, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. But then Jesus did something amazing and he told his disciples, you are the light of the world. That we reflect God's light out into the world around us. Just like these candles, we are the ones to carry out spreading the good news. And we don't do it alone. Look around you. There are so many candles. We stand with each other. We stand to proclaim the good news. So let's do that this Christmas. Lord, as we go out today, we pray that we would be people who carry your light. That we would carry your light forward and into the world. And we proclaim your good news to all of those around us. That we'd spread the news. You came and you saved us. Pray these things in your name. Amen. Merry Christmas.